This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. Yo, what up, AfterBuzzers? It's your boy DJ Jesse Jenny here in studio for the Real Housewives of Atlanta season. Damn, what we season five? Season six. six. Damn. It's been six out. I just can't even get over every single time I say it. And it's funny because I love Nene memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so interesting to go back to old pictures of Nene. Oh, and, and you're like, who is that face? Who is that? Oh, okay. That was the first nose. A change gone come. Yes, yes. But yes. this is episode is called All in a Day's Twerk. I'm here with the lovely Courtney Stewart. Hello, everybody. Stephanie Bauer is busy, you know, red carpets for Thor and all, you know, all that life stuff. and whatnot. Yeah, um, but I'm, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed with the episode. Of course, it, it was, was entertaining in, in 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 its moments. It had moments. I feel like it was rather than a filler. I feel like it was an informer. I feel like it gave us some key yeah, points. It gave us that were a very few details. Yes. Um, who should we, let's talk about Candy first. Okay, Miss Candy. It started with Candy and her manager Don Don Juan. Don Juan. And um, after I got over the fact of trying to figure out if the chair was actually an inflatable pink. Oh, I chair. was. <laughs> I was just gonna say after we got over the fact that there was like a pink pleather chair in her office. Well, yeah. At first, I thought it was a blow up chair. And I'm like, but it wasn't like moving yeah. when he sat in it. So, it was really shiny though. Was I was like, I get the point, but like that's. A little candy anyway. coated. Well, we saw what she decorated in the house, so mm. she um, likes it flashy. Yeah. So she talks to Dawn about her mom and yeah. Todd and that whole situation, and 
it was interesting because we talked about it a little bit last mm-hmm. week, but Don kind of touched on, well, maybe she feels like, you know, she won't fit in. Yeah. And that can happen in relationships. You get caught up, and we don't really know what Candy's like in a relationship. All the time. It can happen. And, and we don't know, but Mama Joyce does. Right. And Don does, too. For him to have made the same comment, well, yeah, you know, sometimes I wonder where I'm going to fit in. Yeah. Which makes me think, who was it? Eight, was it Andre? Her ex. Oh, um, AJ. AJ. Um, You know, I wonder if maybe when they were together, he came in and started bossing things around for Don to have that kind of mentality. Because Todd doesn't, from what we see, doesn't come off, but he is a producer. He He is a producer. He is in the entertainment business. They do, they will on some level become a partnership as a married couple. And he could very well try to step in and do some things. So I kind of get it. I see it too, because, you know, it's like his jobs are kind of... You know, sporadic. She doesn't want him to go pretty really far, so it's like, well, can I get on the payroll? And then maybe we don't need Don. Exactly. And I mean, as much as Candy's saying, like, rah, 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 you know, I do this, I do this, I mean, a year from now, it might make more sense to bring him on as a Mm -hmm. partner. And she may decide, oh, I'm ready to have a baby now, so I'm going to take some time off and let Todd handle things while I'm gone, and shit happens. So, I don't know. I thought it was a, a interesting conversation. What do you think she got from it? A fair argument, I think. I, she seemed, like, open to it because she seemed like, oh, I didn't think you would have thought like but, that. And she also made an interesting thing about money. She was like, what the heck, y'all? Like, I'm about my business. Like, yeah. is all you want from me money? That was a weird comment I, I for mean, her to I make. F- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I feel like, and I feel, but I mean, I feel like people comment and say that all the time. Like, because even on Twitter, people are like, see, everybody worry about their checks and money coming from Candy. I'm like, it's not just about her giving them a check, it's about their place in her business and in her life. And it's a fair concern for people to have when people get into a serious relationship that leads to a marriage. Things do change, and there's nothing wrong with them changing, but it's a matter of how she plans to like work those things out. Mm-hmm. And I think Don, of all of them, I mean, her mom, I don't think has as much of a real concern yeah. as she maybe should, uh, or as she thinks she should. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Don has got some legit, because I don't know what he does for real, for real, but I could see Todd totally taking over in his space. Being and the new manager like, in town. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, she had that conversation with her daughter, uh, Riley, which is really interesting. We found out Mama Joyce was exaggerating a little bit. Exaggerate, but I don't know. Or Riley could have just been trying to cover up her How tracks. How do you feel? Because I didn't feel like Riley was being, because, like, Riley's always been real cute and, like, kind of quiet, and she'll say a little bit. But Riley is older now. Mm-hmm. She's, what, 13, 14 years old? And she was very... Doesn't she come off... Uh, this is so sad, and I, I hate talking about kids like this. She came off very defeated. That, she like, always comes off kind of... Yeah. yeah that's, but I don't know if that's just sort of her like, personality. I think she hates that, the cameras. Yeah, I, think, I bet she does. Not, it's like, kind of like whatever my mom does, it's what she has. Yeah. 
Which makes me think maybe the Todd thing, it's easy for her to be like, I mean, you know, my grandma, like, just say hi to him. Yeah. Like, because she knows, I mean, this is what mom's going to do. Exactly. Mom always does what she does. And I'm sure grandma, like, made it more of an issue maybe than it was at that time. But the fact that she's not excited about a wedding means something. Right. Because she did say, I mean, I'm just kind of, okay. Mm-hmm. She's like, but you're not excited? Like, no. <laughs> she was not. I mean, and I don't know. She could just be in her teenagerness. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Which is totally like, possible. Like, mom, stop driving me to school. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. So that could be where that came from. But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, to sit there and say, I have no feeling about it. Like, whoa. Like, dang. I don't mean, you at least want a new dress? Like, some shoe? You excited about your shoes? No. But my thing is, is why are we talking about marriage when you guys have only been together for a year and... There's all this concern, like your daughter clearly, you saying you wait a little bit more until your daughter's like, you know what, Ma, like, he did it. I mean, it was well, interesting. They don't have a date. That's true. They don't have a date yet. It's interesting to hear Riley say, you know, um, I mean, when you get married, grandma's going to have to just deal, deal with, it. with it. And yeah. then I thought it was interesting. She said, you know, and if she can't accept it, she won't be able to be around us that much. That yeah. was interesting. So I don't know. It, it's kind of cloudy with where Riley really yeah. is. I think she probably accepts it. She's probably not a big fan of it because she's had her mom. And it's just been her mom and her for most of their lives, what have you. So most of her life. So I'm sure she's like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's here. I got to deal with it. He's not that bad, but he, I'm not excited about him either kind of thing. I would love to see, uh, you know, a scene of... Riley and him kind of hanging out. Yeah. Seeing all that. these fun times that Candy talks about they she have. She says they have a great time together. So, yeah. <sighs> but Riley doesn't seem like she has a great time doing anything. Yeah. But, again, it could just be because she's on camera and she don't like it. So, do you, do you, so you take it Mama Joyce might have been a little overreacting about Riley's situation? Or do you think Riley is kind of... Or it was kind of misinterpreted. Yeah, Riley probably did agree with what her grandmother yeah. was saying. Yeah. I could see Riley being like, just say hi to him and go on upstairs, Grandma, and don't make That's a big deal about it. That's right. what I do. Like, And I'm sure she didn't mean it, oh, Todd is this horrible person that I don't want to be around. But at the same time, I think that there are probably some small feelings of non-like mm-hmm. for him that she has. Whether or not they're just like teenagers, sort of selfish, I don't want my mom to have to, I don't like somebody else in my house because it's always just been my house type thing is irrelevant. But Mama Joyce takes that and turns it into a. Oh, you need to talk to your daughter. You need to talk to your daughter about what's going on. Oh, but so moving on from that, we have the scene in Nini. Oh, wait, before we move on, let me just say, Riley, I'm cool with her little red tips. Yeah. I do not like Candy's Ronald McDonald Pop. But Riley, yours was cute. Riley's was cute. She was cute. Okay, um, moving on. <laughs> so Nini, she's sitting there humming away. Greg comes in. I didn't like this scene at it was all. So dumb. I hated it, and I know we're gonna get more coming up from it. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I read somewhere, Cynthia said Nini is has kind of changed a little bit she's become a little i mean obviously a little diva yeah a little diva we're gonna get a scene of her the two of them shopping in the near future in the near future and nini acts like she don't know nothing uh we got the scene today with greg cleaning and nini went along to say these i don't clean a toilet that's not what I do. Sweeping with a school broom. That was actually funny because who yeah, really does be having one of those in there? I was. Um, and then 
obviously, you know, Glee got pushed back, yeah. and then the new normal didn't work out. So she's got to find something to do with her time, and Greg thinks she needs to clean. I guess Greg don't work right now. Yeah. I don't know what Greg does. And Nene's talking about, I don't know about you, Greg, but I like to work. Well, I, don't, I mean, girl, Ooh. if the acting ain't working, you need the job somewhere else. You need to keep looking. Well, maybe she, I mean, she probably is auditioning, and... You know, sending tapes and whatnot. But uh, that was just dumb. And Greg is like somebody granddaddy walk around. Come on, baby, you gotta come on now. You got to you come on. Let's 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 do this. You got to, got to help. That was cheesy. Yeah, they're very like. I don't know how I feel about their relationship sometimes because like today you it feel just like that's a daddy. Yeah, today. Well, today he <laughs> came off like a puppy dog. Like it was like, every room she went in, he went in, and it was just kind of like. Well, he's kind of been like that, but I feel like that's sort of what they've decided their characters need to be for the show. Like because they want to keep. I think fans were concerned. Like, what did Greg do to Nini? And so now he's just like, Nini's my everything. I love her like the goddess that she is. Not to say that he's not sincere and really right. does love her, because they obviously got remarried for a reason. But I think they kind of know their lane as a couple on the show, and they want to make sure that Greg's likability factor is still there and all of that good stuff. So that's why the cheesy, let me protect her. Let me walk down the hall and get her away from Kenya. Let me walk around the house and do everything for her. It's like, yeah. It's part of their storyline. Well, story. so, I mean, where do you kind of see this going with Nini I mean she can't really be doing this for too long I'm just I mean I guess she gets like appearance money and stuff like that but I'm just like you ain't, you ain't like making that much money. you ain't a main character no anymore. you are a uh, recurring guest star so I mean I know it's decent money especially like for regular folks but living at large but I guess she still has the Bravo check so that helps but see girl you missed the mark you should have been close with Ryan Murphy and gotten yourself a job on American Horror Story story. you should have been one of them witches (laughs) one of the little voodoo girls yes um (laughs) alright so yeah Nini was boring this week which I was kind of irritating with another person who was boring (laughs) this week was Phaedra Phaedra's gonna be boring for the whole season yeah. Well, I don't know. Next week looks kind of I think it, I don't know. You think it's going to be a flop? I feel like they're setting us up for it to be all exciting, but like everybody keeps saying nothing happened anyway, so then there's nothing interesting in it if we already know nothing happened. And then Phaedra was on Watch What Happens Live last night, and well, I did note that she was not there with Apollo, because they often appear places together. Um, she was still very like, that was last year. Nothing really? Happened. Like, that was her attitude about everything. So it was just not interesting. She's not engaging at all. Do you think that maybe she uh, got a lot of comments about how she acted last year? Maybe she's trying to change to that? Or... I don't think so, because she still has her moments of throwing shade in her self-interviews or whatever, which is great. But it's just, I think she's just in a place in her life, like, nobody cares about. Like, yeah, you got another boy, baby, and all those annoying pictures, and... The things that Phaedra does, like, it's just not interesting anymore. We're over it. Unless she's, like, fighting with the women. like, And she's kind of above that anyway. She's a real businesswoman and has things to do. <laughs> Obviously, Apollo does not have enough to do. <laughs> well, he, I mean, no. He seemed like he was irritated because, what did we get? First of all, Aiden is effing adorable. I just cannot with this kid. He was cuter to me in this episode. Everything he was saying, like, yeah. where do you get the baby from? With yeah. a scalpel. And when he was holding the baby and the baby kind of collapsed. Oh. <laughs> that was great. Um, you know, they're doing this family photo thing, mm-hmm. and... I mean, if I was a photographer, when I said, oh, what's the baby's name? And you said Mr. President, I'd be like, oh, 
Okay. What's his real name? Yeah. What's his real like, name? Because clearly he's not Obama. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but Apollo was angry. Yeah, and he's I'm talking about. Home with this shit. I had stuff to do. What did what? you have to do? That you can't throw some white clothes on That's and take what a we picture. Would like to know, Apollo, what are you doing? Now I get. I mean, that was really awkward. I would never have wanted to be yeah. up in that house. Because that seemed that like a real, real argument. Like, it didn't seem staged. It didn't seem like something that they kind of planned out to happen. Like, that seemed for real. And mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, Phaedra. And Phaedra, even, she commented on it on Watch What Happens last night, basically saying, you know, we're just, you know, going through what any other couple goes through. We've got two young children, which is true. They are in a very tense sort of place in their relationship, like most people would be. And with especially young with kids. the Kenya thing going on, we don't know when that when the photo shoot was actually filmed yeah. as far as their discussion with the whole Kenya and mm-hmm. are you are you texting someone else and you know what maybe if I do let you go with other girls why the hell are you hitting this bitch up yeah so I don't know it came off I mean I get both sides I get why he would be annoyed with certain things because she does kind of treat him oh, like really? a house boy <laughs> Put that shirt on and come look pretty. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, and I thought it was interesting where he was kind of saying, you know, sometimes I'm right and yada, yeah, yada, yada. And, and then we right. got the baby bottle situation where she was. Yeah. He's like, boo, you were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But I get Phaedra because she's tired. Yeah. And it's like, girl, it's why would you pour like, the. Who, when you I say, but there's milk. milk in it, like, wouldn't you just be like, there's milk in it? You sure you want me to pour this out? So I get it, Phaedra, girl. I would have been like, girl, you I are fired. I would have up, too. You are fired. <laughs> like, don't be pouring my breast milk out. You know how many pumps I got to do to get that stuff out? Oh, my God. Anyway. I want to see what those pictures came out looking like. Because Apollo, when he was like, everyone fake smile, Apollo was like. Here we go. Here we go. So, I don't know. Phaedra, hopefully you can spice it up next week. Um, Cynthia. Poor Cynthia. Poor Cynthia. She needed a will, which I loved your comment last week, like. How are you a woman with a child and you don't have a will? That is so not acceptable. I know a lot of people like don't like to do them because but when they do you, don't want to think about it. When's but, a proper time for you to start a will? Like I always think about that too because I'm like I feel like if I write a will now, I'm assuming that I'm passing. No, but if I, I mean, as a single non-child having person, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, if you have substantial assets, it may be a big deal. But if you have kids and you care about who they go to and things like that, like. You should have a will in place for that purpose because okay. you have you're responsible to somebody else like mm-hmm. that. And granted, she has a father who the father might take it out. But there are situations where there's parents that are together. What if you both pass in an accident or something awful, God forbid, and you have not made your wishes known as to what you would like to happen? Right. It's not like calling. It's just being responsible. So I think it's strange that she doesn't have one. <laughs> well, she didn't say she didn't have one. She just said. I was surprised that I needed a will. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. Um, so afterwards, she goes in surgery. Afterwards, I love that Peter stood by her side, all that. Yeah, but I totally agree. When she was talking about him, talk, when he, she asked him if he was nervous, and he was like, yeah. I'm like, you are not supposed to say that. <laughs> it's like, just be my strength right now. I don't need to know you scared. You know what's really funny about that? It's just straight men in those types of situations don't know how to do the little white lies. I ha- actually have a friend who, as su- after my friend had the baby, mm-hmm. he said, she's like, oh my god, I feel like a mess. He's like, yeah, you look a mess. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just don't say certain you just things. Don't say things. But I get it, Peter. We all get it. You don't know what's going on with her private parts. He's right just now. like, you I were. just want them to be healed so I can beat them up four, five, six, seven times a week. And she was like, once a week was fine for me. Well, all right. So I want to talk to you about that. I love the part where she was like, you know, I want to talk to Peter alone. Like, you didn't need to kick your mom out there for that moment. And then we have the sex talk. And, you know, he said, she says, well, how many times a week would you want it? Obviously, he was going to say every, every day, day and night. Multiple times. She said, well, I feel like once a week is a good time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sitting here like, I don't understand when people say that, ask that question. Like, how much sex do you think a couple should be having a week? I mean, I feel like it's it depends on you and your situation. I hate when people are like, I need to have sex at least three times. Like, why are you counting? Well, it should just be happening. If it's not happening, well, that's the point. then so, you should be then you probably when you're like together, you've been together for a long time, if you have kids that are involved, it's easy to like go by and it's like two, three weeks and you're like, oh, we haven't had sex. Because you're tired and you're working and you're running and you're picking kids up and you don't always have privacy and like it's crazy. So it's, so it's something kind of like you need to uh, Sometimes you, got, set you t- have to plan it out or it's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's just like everything else in life. Like if you don't That's plan true. to go to the dentist, you're not going to get around to doing it. You always have something else you could be doing instead of going to the dentist. And sometimes, especially the ladies, you'd rather be asleep because there's just so much happening in life. And it's a man thing to think that that needs to happen like all day, every day. Like, well, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, yeah, but I understand that it should happen. Yeah. Frequently, but I understand. I, I'm pissed that they didn't show Peter's answer because I really wanted to see what he was going well, to I, I roughly get what he was going to go with. But. Cynthia tweeted that she has upped it to, okay, four times a week is acceptable. Oh. So, I mean, one to one four times. That's a big, big jump. jump. That's almost every day. Right. That's the, every other the day. The baby must be at the daddy's house. Well, you know it. But daddy lives in New York, so that's a oh. little bit tough. Unless he's moved to Atlanta, but he was in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, she's older now. She doesn't need as much attention. That's true. She can do her own thing. She's part, yeah, she's part. But yeah. that completely like bashes our theory about freaking Cynthia and Peter. We thought they were just had to be getting it on on the regular, and obviously they are not. So they want us to believe. Just kidding. That could Um, be their story. (laughs) So let's get into Portia. Uh, She got her... I'm... I'm, I'm, I have so much empathy towards her situation. Sympathy towards her situation. And you know what? Like, I get it. And I get, like, going through the patches of being okay and being Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then seeing a wedding dress and breaking down and crying. I get that. But I'm... I, I this storyline, it's starting to wear on me, and this is only the damn third episode. Mm-hmm. But she gets her things from Cordell, yes. sent in boxes, um, and she makes this big deal because underneath her wedding dress was her reception dress, so the corset, yeah. and it was kind of beads were torn off. I guess a little it beat was up, a little beat up because there were some shoes on top. Overreacted. Or is that something... That's a clean move! No, it's not. That's a man move. He put some stuff in a box and didn't give a crap. Like, that's not like, let me think. Now, if he saw the photo album and saw the scratched up face, then that would be a queen move. That would be a queen move. But, like, even I probably would have just threw it all in a box. Like, I'm not going to pretty pack it for you. Like, here, there. It's all done. It's all in one box. So, I didn't... uh, which I think uh, when she showed Candy Cam, was kind of looking at it like, yeah, that's... Oh, it's go. torn up. Oh, who would do that? Oh. 
And, you know, here's the other thing. I know we all had our little jokes on the first after show here and with Cordell and his sexuality. (laughs) And, I mean, we all still, you know, have our own beliefs. (laughs) Um, But I'm kind of getting tired of her now shading him every... I mean, there were probably, like, out of her two scenes, four references to him being gay. Yeah. And it's just, they were kind of cheap shots. And even the, the cheap shot, uh, which maybe he did, I'm not taking away if he did, but about putting his hands on her. That's where I was like, okay, <clears throat> are you really saying that that happened? Because if you're not pretending with that like little, well, to make people think that it happened, if you know it didn't happen, you should have cleared that up. But if she's saying, I mean, I, it's a he said, she said, she, he can she can say what she wants, but I just... I don't know, man. That's yeah, that's some frosty stuff to be throwing around. Well, so before we get into that subject, I mean, with the whole gay thing, I mean, she was saying, I didn't even write them down because it was just so many different things. But she was referencing it so many times that could it become slander? Could he go after her for kind of slander? I don't know in that regard, unless there's some kind of like, I think you have to prove uh, like some kind of effect on your like business or ability to make funds and that your image means something. Like, I don't know all the details of that specifically, but I would imagine that at some point, but then again, with his history, maybe not because he's it's they had the there. rumors before. But and- this is where I see it kind of being a bigger thing because if the rumors were already out there, you can always be like, it's hearsay, hearsay. Yeah. But now when your ex-wife is like, mm, I mean, I, I, I can't say anything, yeah. but I'm saying. I mean, and the, the reality is we're in America. He can sue for anything he wants to. So he can sue the hell out of her if he liked. But whether or not he would win, I don't know. But... I don't know. I just know that to me, it makes her look worse constantly (laughs) because and I'm not saying like battered women don't stay in relationships and all of that. Like if all that stuff happened, fine. But you're obviously not trying to like specifically say, yes, I believe he's gay. And yes, he beat me. Mm -hmm. And that is why I needed to leave that relationship. If you're not going to make woman up and say that and those were the reasons, then don't try to elude and pretend and like play around just I think he's crap. He broke my damn wedding dress, and I don't like him. He locked me out the house. And, ooh, and when she was, uh, the story with the security guard, I just was too much. That she was talking about on Wendy last week, yeah. just being kicked out of the house. But if you're, like, if that's... Oh, no, a, wait, what happened with the security guard? Oh, when she was saying when she was locked out of the house, she was actually on the phone with Nini at the time, because they had come from an event, and it was only, like, 11 o'clock. And when she got there, there was a security guard, because we were all wondering, how in the hell did she get locked out of her own house? She said there was a security guard there that told her he's not allowed to let her in the house. I shouldn't be laughing with that. I mean, damn. Oh, my God. I wish Nini was there with her to tell her. Like, oh, I wonder what Nini said at that moment. I don't know. Unless they, like, hung up the phone. Because like, she was on the phone in the car. So maybe she was off the phone oh. by the time she got out of the car. I don't know. But either way, I just, that was amazing. Ooh. But, <laughs> anywho, like I said, those reasons which you're willing to talk about freely, then talk about them. But don't bash a man that we aren't getting his side of the story unless you are going to be straight up and say what you mean Mm -hmm. don't pretend and him and ha and women that we have enough problems with being believed about abuse and things like that to begin with if he was abusive then you and you want to say that then say it but don't allude to it and not actually be fully 
revealing or honest about it mm-hmm. or seemingly honest about it because then you're backtracking like well no we not not together because he was gay it was because of the treatment but if he was gay then why were you okay being together like right. that doesn't make any sense so anyway I hope she gets together because she's looking worse to me and I'm losing sympathy for her uh, I thought it was also interesting seeing Candy's side of the story saying you know I've seen guys like Cordell all the time yeah you know, these guys, they really want to be loved, but then when they get mad, they don't know how to kind of deal with that anger, yeah, and, and so they just, lash out. They lash out, and, and she said hostile. it's not in a queeny way. She said it's in a very, uh, well, I don't remember the exact word, but she it's was basically... that I don't give a F. Yeah. Like, completely don't give Which a F. Which literally, like, you got the wedding album, yes. you even got the damn invitation. He Throw was like, it all in a box. You are nothing to me anymore. And I can agree with Candy. I know some people like that. Mm. They wouldn't be like, oh, that's her wedding dress. Let me be careful. Like, F her and her wedding dress. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you know what I mean? And who knows what has been said in between. Yeah. Now, at this point, he if he gets any hearsay of her, the things that her and her family have been talking about with this whole, I mean, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Uh, divorce is like a funeral. I could see that. I understood that. Yeah, that I was, could see that. Um And then here's the other one. I want to just kind of open this as a conversation. She said, you know, for so long, she's like, I put on this front like everything was fine. But you know what? Everything wasn't fine. And I put on my smile and I sucked it up because as long as on camera we came off as a happy couple, we'd be able to push past that. And I don't know. I kind of felt her in that moment because (laughs) I feel like... A lot of people do that. She also said, you know, I didn't want to share a lot of things with the girls because I didn't want to feel judged. Yeah. And so, you know, that comes to a good thing. A lot of people wonder, like, is it okay to talk about your relationship with people? Is it not okay? What's okay to talk about? What's not okay? I mean, I think that's everybody's individual decision. But especially when you get to a place where you are now married to someone, I think that um, friends family in general are not objective parties for you to talk to to begin with and can also be a source of more mess for your situation so if you want to talk to somebody maybe go to counseling Mm -hmm. like uh, to an actual objective party but and i mean i understand like you can vent to your friends a little bit and thing but even venting and stuff like that you only do so much of that because you're not trying to paint a picture of your mate one way and then when things are going well things are fine but as soon as things go bad they're in your ear like remember you told me he used to do this all the time remember he told me you do that and don't be a woman I can only speak from one perspective because I'm a woman um, that is talking to your single friends about your relationship and uh, people just you marry you marry you're in it together I do think people need to fight harder for their relationships especially when it comes to marriage and so I feel her on that and like wanting to keep that between especially on this show but <laughs> boo why'd you go on the show if y'all had problems because the whole point is that it's gonna blow up on the camera I wonder at some point. but I also wonder if cause I mean you know Portia ain't I mean, if she was a train, she'd be the caboose. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But she, in her mind, I could see her thinking, we're going to go on this show. 
He knows, you know, because Cordell's all about image. Yeah. So he's going to put the image on, and maybe it'll force us to go back to that happy place. And But, Dan, they weren't even married that long. They were I, married, like, a year and a half like before the show started airing, which means they were, like, married all of a year before they started taping. Like, and you were already having this kind of drama? Girl, be glad you sexy and got some good weave and move on. Well, she got some good weave but she don't got some good toys because she was going through them boxes. That was pretty funny. And she found, funny. I believe she found the... Penis. The thing. dildo. The dildo. The penis thingy. <laughs> and the little stimulator finger thing. Which she admitted that, that she, she opened that and needed it and whatnot. Uh, which, I, all right, Cordell, he was, well, she needed that. Well, he wasn't, no, he wasn't, he didn't want her body. Right. So, so then she goes, wait a minute, what was this box? And sees some damn Kegel balls missing and she claims she didn't open up the Kegel balls. And now the Kegel balls are missing. I mean, <laughs> I think this weird. is fake and a setup. We, I agree. <laughs> because I really can't picture, I mean, I could pick, you know, if the other one was missing. Maybe the dildo, but I, like, like, but I can't balls. picture Cordell walking around with some Kegel balls in his ass, like, <laughs> just vibrating. Like, That's weird. Dude, I don't know if Kegel balls That's vibrate, weird. but. Yeah, That's so I don't weird. know about that. And I don't know if, I, I would I would pray that Cordell would be a smarter man than to put the empty box. Yeah, I'm sure the, she opened them and like they rolled under the bed or something and she mm-hmm. forgot about it. And then they're, yeah, or maybe they fell out while she was using them. <laughs> oh, no judgment, no judgment. Well, if that's no the case, judgment. then I think Cordell left her for another reason. <laughs> I was too swinging in the wind. Speaking of the wind, oh. Miss Kenya. Gone with the wind, not fabulous. Well, now she's off to twirling, and she's into twerking. She's there with her pet Brandon. She wasn't even twerking, for real. Like, what was that? That was, like, it shows her age. That was, like... (laughs) It shows her age, though. I got the wiggle. I love to twerk. I'm twerking on the piano. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Mm, Well, she was with her pet. I mean, the dumbest thing I've ever seen is her pet Brandon. Yeah, he's Um, (laughs) He's reading a text from the landlord who called Kenya a lonely, classless bitter, miserable, pathological liar. Ouch. (laughs) Damn. Um, She's packing up all her stuff. Which she didn't have very much of because it all fit in the Range Rover. (laughs) Yeah, which makes me think, like, what was this whole scene? Like, did they have to bring boxes to make it look like they were unpacking? I think think it was a setup. Okay. Because it looked stupid. There was nothing in that house. Even the boxes that they had, like, I didn't see them put anything in a box, ever. Well, she was wrapping up, like, the She had some picture frames, and then she handed them to that, and the the cable cable box, but... And then I'm like, you sitting here talking about you, this actress, and all this, but here you are, packing up your own stuff, and you try to make it seem like you live this fabulous life. Or your movers. Maybe they already came, and that's why all the stuff was Well, she said the movers had came, and that's why she finds this box. That was randomly in the hallway. With this wedding dress in it. That she somehow knew was not her box. And (laughs) she says, you know, I relieve my tension through twerking, and then puts this dress on, and comes down the stairs and does this whole dance twerk. Dance twerk song thing. In Kanye's wedding dress. Yeah. All right. Um, Kanye ends up showing up 
I would love to actually know the real time stamps that this happened. Me too. Because can you keep saying that I was allowed to be in the house until five o'clock? Kanye comes up. Funny bitch, you didn't, now you don't want to be on camera. Exactly. But you wanted <laughs> to be on camera when you went to that in that first episode last season. True that. Which it makes me kind of when I saw that because I was like, oh, that's the girl. I was like, oh, well, maybe Kenya's story about her, mm-hmm. like, wanting to be friends and thinking they were actually closer and she would be on camera more is probably true. Yep. But when Kanye called the police and they asked for a description of the woman. Oh, that was the biggest shade oh, oh, of them all. What did she say? Oh, oh. She's black. Black. Tall. Tall. What else did she say? Implants. Contact. How are you going to describe somebody? Uh, and weaves. And weaves, sorry. And weaves. Implants, contacts, and weaves. <coughs> Kanye, you real, real, real good for that. Real good. That was real good for me. I can't. And I also can't with the fact that she allowed producers to tap her phone to get that recording. So, uh, but part of me looks at that again to kind of actually side with Kenya, mm-hmm. you know. That was her trying to get some girl, you trying time. to get, yeah. She was trying to get camera time, and she did, and it was good. But it's interesting <laughs> that she didn't, that she got wanted camera time and then wanted her face blurred out, or I wonder if Kenya was like, don't give that bitch no air time. Mm, I wonder. Or maybe legally she had to for some reason, mm. after the fact, since there's, like, litigation between the two of them. I mean, she was bugging out, first no. of all. I mean, it was ridiculous, because she was obviously, like, not destroying the property. But the reality is, is Kenya's crazy, and yes, she won the defamation lawsuit because the woman was all in the media talking smack and all of that, which is true. But the basis of their fight might have been rooted in something for real. That because Kenya crazy, mm-hmm. so her friends was probably crazy too, and two crazies together do crazy stuff. So they probably was on some other stuff. And I also them. did think, I mean, we know filming and stuff like that production could have been taking a little longer and maybe she figured oh she ain't gonna be around around this time exactly we can continue to film and maybe it went a little over when they actually were supposed Mm -hmm. to be there isn't it funny this is like the second like eviction like get out of my house situation for atlanta housewives because kim had the same problem oh this is my dream house (laughs) and this is perfect and i'm renting it and suddenly you have to get out shout out to our fans (laughs) on itunes I don't know who it was. I, I'll get your name. I'm going to give you a shout out next week. I apologize. I couldn't do it this week. <laughs> damn, giving us the damn address to bar one and the phone number. I love you. We appreciate that. I appreciate that. that. We appre- and I, I peeped that Nini was having like a model call at bar one like last week. Nini? <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. She's got a clothing line or what's going on. But she was looking for Kirby girls last week. I mean, so. they said... Uh, they had passed by it a couple Thursdays ago, and it was pretty packed. It's popping. So. All right, bar okay, one. bar one, doing I it up because Peter need to make some money because he buying buildings and whatnot. So, boop. Um. So yeah, that was kind of it for Kenya, right? Yeah, that's all Kenya, and she rolled on her merry little way. I can't believe hotel. this is happening to me. Oh, I can't wait for Nini to read her next week. <laughs> On that hotel room? <laughs> yes. I'm reading her too, boo, because it Ooh. was looking very, very, very Howard Johnson. Mm. Well, I want y'all <laughs> to read for us this episode, and I'm going to be reading y'all's comments on iTunes. So if you guys want to shout out next week, leave us a funny comment on our iTunes. Subscribe to us, uh, rate us, and leave us a really funny comment. Read the girls for filth. Please. Read the show for filth. We love it. We'll give you a shout out next week. Just search AfterBuzz TV Real Housewives of yes. Atlanta. Oh. On that note, we're going to head to predictions. Predictions. 
Our ghostly music. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, so hopefully next week isn't a bust. Hopefully next week yes. isn't a filler episode. Because this week was definitely filler paper. Mm-hmm. Um, we get more Portia slander and Cordell. Surprise, surprise. I ready. I know they showed a clip of Cordell talking mm-hmm. to Peter, I think yep. it was. So I'm ready for him to like give something to me just because... I'm not one of those people that just be like, oh, she a woman, high five. He did that to her. I want to hear both sides of the story mm-hmm. and make my own decisions. And, you know, the first episode I kind of was Portia, 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 because, you know, it was fresh. It was new. Yeah. And, I mean, whether who was right or wrong in that situation, you can. It does suck. I can empathize. Yeah. The Twitter thing was bogus, especially because he's in the house. Yeah. He could have walked over to her and said, boo, it's over. Well, and the fact that she said, I think it was last episode, she said, I went to him. The funny thing is, mm-hmm. is I went to him a couple weeks before. Yes. And he got mad when I asked about. About divorce. Yeah. yeah which... which to me is like, why'd you ask that? You know she what I mean? knew something was going on. That's why Portia ain't Woman's is... intuition. Well, I also think she's not as uh, absolved of guilt as we oh. would like to believe. Because I'm sure... I believe they both had a part in the mess. And the mess... And I want to know more about why... What else happened. Or what he says happened in as a part of the mess. Because we know what he nutted up on and was inappropriate about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that security guard, boo. Hilarious for me. Bogus as hell for your wife. Yeah. And... Most of our fans agreed also agreed that lock you don't lock someone out like that. Yeah, I mean, I would. Especially if she said 11, 11 o'clock. o'clock. I want to know if that's true, too. Because, I mean, 11 o'clock, that's ridiculous. I could see if it was a consistent, like, oh, you just coming home yeah. at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. I would lock you out. But, obviously, <laughs> you have a key, so you could get in. But I would lock my bedroom door, and you would not be getting in there. But 11 o'clock to me is a reasonable thing, especially she's on a, a show yeah, like this. Yeah, especially because like, she said, because we wondered too if she was at like an event for Real Housewives. And supposedly she was at an event for Housewives. So, and they were taping. Oh, rip. She said they were taping when she was on the Wendy show. So we'll probably see her walking in and getting locked out. Well, no, well, no it's we passed because they weren't taping. Well, then that doesn't make sense. Mm. Look at us <laughs> doing our Inspector Gadget Detective. work up in here. Okay, okay, we don't know, but okay. So Kenya's living in the ghetto next week. Living in the hood in the hotel. <laughs> Shit, Nini, I can't. Living in the ghetto. Oh, oh Honey, nasty. Um, and then we get Phaedra, Paul, Kenya in the sex yeah. text. Candy's kind of talking to Kenya about it. And Phaedra looks... That's why I feel like that photo shoot happened after yeah. this conversation next yeah. week with Apollo. Well, hopefully she at least like wants to really stab him with a fork and they have a real good... Good. Because Andy said that that moment at the table was tough. Oh, really? Yes. So hopefully it's... Even though we know the outcome, let's pray for good juicy TV. Yes. Yes. And I would love, honestly, if they would actually show us some text. Yeah. I want to see it visually. Word on the street is that maybe Apollo is the one that's instigating all of it and over Reddit and made it seem like it was something it wasn't at the reunion show. Ooh, and that is all the tea we have for you this week. Please leave us more on iTunes. Please, we love you guys on YouTube and subscribe, but we need to get to number one. So we will give you a shout-out if you leave us a comment on the iTunes podcast 
Real, uh, After Buzz TV, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Keep the conversation going with us. I mean, we literally talk about it. We tweet memes about each other all week long. Tweet us at After Buzz TV, and you can tweet me at DJ Jesse J. And me at Stuart Starlet. Till next week, same time, same place. Peace. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 